wants to do one coming up. Uh, Pat and Letty said they wanted to do one. I, I like the way you said that. It sounded like one person, like Pat and Letty. Yeah, <laughs> like Pat and Letty. Pat and Pat and Alcohol. Pat and Letty. <laughs> Pat and Some good tambourine. Should have called him. Yeah. Everything needs more tambourine. <laughs> All right. It's the only reason I have a gig. <laughs> with the tambourine. Yeah. What's up, guys? This is Creepseed here with episode one of the worst show I ever played. I have my good buddy Alec here. Hi, everybody. And we're going to be listening to some of the worst or best stories from a lot of really cool musicians. And uh, the one thing I did want people to realize about the show is it's not a bunch of people coming in together and complaining about being a musician. It's a bunch of people come together and laughing about all the terrible things that just happen to happen when you are a musician. And today, we got my good buddy, Al Howard. Al, how you doing? Hey, what's happening? Greetings. Now, is it, uh, Al, is it 83 or 82 bands that you're in? I forget. How many? How many is it again? Eighty, eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Since I since we last spoke, I <laughs> okay, okay. Added four more. Oh gosh. Because I hate myself. <laughs> how many is it currently? I think I, I'm I'm involved in like eight <clears throat> eight different projects. Man, well, yeah. I, I was close. Yeah. <laughs> eight eighty-three. It had an eight. And so. is it is it true that you you I remember you saying one time that you have a tattoo of of each band name that that you've been in. I kind of started slacking at yeah. some point, but let's see. I have my. Uh, I'm not gonna take my shirt off. Right <laughs> no, it's all good. Running out yeah. of skin. I still need a I need a birdie tattoo and a cold fact tattoo, and then I think I'm all caught up. Boom. All right. But this um, is gonna happen. Maybe next week. Well, uh being in so many bands, I'm sure that you have lots of great stories to tell I have, us. Uh, it's funny, I don't is it <clears throat> is it now one is it the worst gig? No, please feel free to tell as many as you possibly like. Because I narrowed it down to like twenty seven. Just yeah, yeah. I epically mean, terrible we, gigs. We can edit it later. We can hear them all. I'm totally down with having a two-hour episode. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, I'm excited. All right. Uh, well, now you want to go in chronological <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to do, man. Lay it on. Ascending terribleness? Asc yeah, ascending terribleness. Um, <clears throat> the first worst gig that I thought about was uh, the time I opened for a midget kiss cover band <laughs> in Mammoth, California right. during a motocross. Wow. Which it doesn't seem like it needs any more explanation than right. that. But it but it does. It definitely does. What was the name? What were they called? Uh, Mini Kiss. Mini Kiss. I think I've heard of them actually. Yeah. I think I read a Rolling Stone article on Mini Kiss. Which which puts everything into perspective because you right. know you're writing original music and playing and stuff like that and you're working hard. And yeah. They are a midget kiss cover band yeah. and they got to write up in Rolling Stone <laughs> right. and you didn't, I'm, I'm doing assuming something, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, and I did learn a lesson from this is that I'm, I'm an African American for right. all you people listening who can't see that. So they I'm literally start, don't see color. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just talk like television. So you might not be able to discern from my voice, but, um, I will start a black, all black kiss cover band called Hershey's Kiss. Yes. And yes. I'm going mean, to get in the Rolling Stone <laughs> magazine. That would be incredible. It has to happen. That would be incredible. But yeah, so this was uh, this was a while ago. This was a one-off with uh, my old band, the K23 Orchestra. That was like my first band. We were together for like seven years, toured a lot. We played the majority of the shitty shows that I've played right. in my life was with that band. And um, we got offered this gig. The pay was decent. 
Um, so we took it and there's supposed to be a lot of people. So what happens is there's a motocross event, mm. which in general, you don't want to perform <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> original music at just, just putting <laughs> right. that out there. Yeah. But I was young and I didn't know that yet. Uh-huh. It should have been obvious. You got to pay your dues, you know? Yep. So, um, after the motocross event lets out, apparently everyone like comes to the concert. So they had built out this huge stage. It was for like, you know, like a thousand people, wow. you know, they were prepared for like a, yeah. a great concert. So there were three bands. The first band, um, it's really funny because I, I, this is years ago and I met someone from the first band. He, uh, he plays bass in town now and he mm-hmm. works at Whole Foods. Right. I see him all the time. But at the time they were like real young high school kids playing like jazz, great okay. players. They're killing it all right. for their parents. There was no one there. So they were playing during the motocross event. Okay. So it was like our band was watching them, their parents, and maybe like a sister. Yeah. Maybe one cousin, <laughs> you know. But it's those are the those are horrible gigs because it's in this huge, right. huge venue. <laughs> but there's like you can count the people <laughs> from stage, you know. So I was like, ooh, ouch, that sucks, man. Because yeah. they're so good. Then they load up and stuff. We talk to them for a minute. And then we go on and the motocross event lets out as soon as we hit. Right. But what happens is uh, motocross involves you getting very dirty, I guess. Right. So all the people at the motocross event go home to their hotels okay. and they shower during our set. Oh, no. So we had the, the I, their parents left <laughs> and their sister left. So we played for like the sound man, you know? <laughs> You sound checked, basically. Yeah, we sound checked for like an uh, hour and 15 minutes. Oh, no. And then as soon as we like hit the last <clears throat> chord of our last song and the cymbals ring out and we're loading our equipment off, like 600 people <laughs> just showed up, like literally all at once as if like a massive bus had brought them in there. They're done and playing. Okay, we can go in there. Yeah. And they were all so fired up for Mini Kiss. And now at the time, I, I from what I've read, there was a time when Minikiss actually played instruments. Okay. But their fingers are are small, I believe. And right. It's, it's tough. You know, you got to get custom instruments. So some of the gigs they'd play would basically be them like doing Kiss karaoke okay. on stage and like holding guitars and right. playing like air guitar and like jumping around, right. you know, in the full makeup yeah, and yeah. regalia and stuff like that. And uh, that's that's what it was. That's crazy. So that was... We stayed long enough to just get that reality check. Yeah. To, you know, see these little people jumping yeah. up and down, and, you know. <laughs> you call those uh, glorified practices. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like I said, it was a one-off. So we drove seven hours to get there. And then we drove seven hours back. And my mom called on uh, my way home. And she's like, hey, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I just drove up to Mammoth um, to open for a Midget Kiss cover band. I performed in front of no one. And now I'm driving back to San Diego. I should be home <laughs> at like 5 a.m. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. And she's like, oh, um, oh, <laughs> well, good day to you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you when you get back then. So, yeah. <laughs> Drive safe. Yeah. That's a great story. That was, that was one of the worst gigs. But not the worst? Not the worst. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, so something tops it. Yeah, something, something definitely <laughs> tops it. Uh, shall we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just keep going. Keep them going. I feel like you might be disappointed with some of your uh, some of your other guests. 
No, no. You know? I mean, I, I think everyone, <laughs> everyone's had <laughs> horrible, we were, horrible, we horrible were, shows. We were just talking about this. Like even even bands that are bigger than life itself have had those terrible, terrible shows. Everyone has them, and that's that's the beauty of this whole, this whole thing is no one really focuses on that. I guess maybe you well, don't really want to focus yeah. on it. Like, but hey, hey, you guys remember that one time we played for like four bartenders and a mechanical bowl in Tulsa? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you never, you never. I mean, when you're with other musicians, you never say, "Hey, remember, remember that show we played to a good crowd? We sounded great and we got paid. Yeah, that was great." You never talk about that. You talk about the terrible horrible things i just don't remember that show exactly (laughs) yeah the the war stories all right next one al let's hear it yeah let's see the first time i ever did a tour and i'm surprised it wasn't the last time i ever did a tour (laughs) but uh we booked a bunch of shows um on the way and out in uh, colorado Mm. also with this old band that i'm okay and uh the first thing i learned was was and it should have been obvious once again uh you never play a show on New Year's Day. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone's hung over. Especially in like a place that you've never actually played before, you right. know? So we had a gig in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, and we chose to do it at the Orpheum, which okay. is like a really large, beautiful theater. Right. Holds uh I think it holds like five, six hundred people, but okay. I counted twenty-three in the audience. And I like that you remember the number yeah. this. <laughs> they didn't even like sit next to each other. So they were like 23 people like sporadically <laughs> sprinkled. Yeah. So this is the the opening. This is the first gig of tour cuz you right. want to start the tour with a shitty gig. Right. So that you want to try. Yeah. <laughs> get get the worst gig out of the way or something, you know. Or just start on a bad note and how everyone yeah. can be in the van complaining. <laughs> so we didn't have vans yet. We we traveled in a caravan. So there were three cars with all of our gear and like, you know. Wow. Yeah. So gig one, Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, and we even tried to do something. We we did a free Advil giveaway, you know, because I was like, well, I was thinking everyone's going to be hung over. It's okay. New Year's Day. Oh, all right. That's, I like that. That's Come good. down, yeah, marketing. get some free Advil, <laughs> see some loud rock and roll music, you know? <laughs> free Advil and earplugs at the door. Yeah. So 23 people bought into that concept. Wow. And uh, we performed for them. It was, uh, that gig was not actually the worst gig, okay. but, um, it just kind of sets the pace for right. worse things to come. Okay. You know? <laughs> so during the gig, uh, there's a blizzard, which could have kept maybe an additional like seven to 12 people away. Right. Um, <laughs> so we just got the rest of Flagstaff, a lot, yeah, the rest <laughs> of the entire population of Flagstaff who would have been there. So we just got a lot of snow that night and, um, the bass player, that was his first time ever seeing snow he grew up in san diego never really got out never saw snow before in fact i threw a snowball at him and he thought it was like (laughs) like a really dangerous thing you know i remember him getting don't do that what are you doing you trying to kill me (laughs) no it's snowball it's i'm from boston so um so we go back to my buddy craig's house who would uh who would put us up you know and uh we crash out there and i have this problem where um if i if i start a movie it doesn't matter when I started. I just have to finish it. It okay. doesn't matter if it's good or bad or right. anything like that. So Josh, our keyboardist, he'd like put on a movie to go to sleep. So he put on Van Helsing and he fell asleep like three minutes into it. And there I am at like 2 a.m. watching Van Helsing. <laughs> and it's 3 a.m. and I'm still watching Van Helsing. Finish what you started. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is snoring at this point. I'm hating him. So I've already, I already hate 
one member of the band. <laughs> I want to kill him, you know? Then it's 4 a.m. and I'm like, all right. So the, they killed the vampires. All right, good. There you go. Wait, I haven't seen it. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Spoiler. <laughs> so uh, I go to sleep at four and then the alarm rings at five. Oh. And I was just like, oh, fuck. We got to drive to Breckenridge, which isn't remotely close to Flagstaff. Right. And the weather is not great. Mm. So uh, we go outside <laughs> and a tree had fallen and blocked two of our vehicles <laughs> in the driveway. So we had to uh, dig out this tree <laughs> and move this tree. And they have real trees in Flagstaff. Yeah. It's like in the mountains. So it wasn't like San Diego for tree falls. You know, you could have one of, the, one of the members of Minikiss could just like <laughs> hoist it over their head and toss it into the <laughs> abyss. But uh, no, so it was a real tree. We moved it. We get on the road. It's like the fucking craziest winter storm all the way to Breckenridge. I think it took us like 16 hours to get there. Ooh. Now I'm in the car with uh, Jeremy, um, the bass player, who had mm. never seen snow before. Right. But he drives a stick. And I don't, and I've driven in snow a lot, mm. but, but I don't know stick. how to drive a stick. Yeah. So we're basically like, if you've ever seen a, a, a nature video and there's like a wildebeest that has like one leg, <laughs> right. you know, and like, and it's blind, we're, <laughs> we're that wildebeest, right. you know? So we got, and this is like in the early 2000s, none of us had a cell phone right. at all. None of us had like... We, we toured with an Atlas back, in the back when I was starting. Yeah. There you go. So we got separated from the pack like right away. So at that point, like you can't do anything. Yeah. You know, I could call them from a payphone, but I can't call the payphone that they right. might, you know, I'm just fucked, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we're just driving through Colorado and there's just car carcasses like everywhere, you know, just like we saw like 50 accidents. It was like a crazy ice storm and then... We finally get to Breckenridge. So I'm, mind you, I'm on one hour of sleep. Mm -hmm. And uh, we get there just in time to play. And of course, it's, a, it's an upstairs, like a flight of icy stairs load in. Of course. All right. So we, and we're like a six piece band, Fender Rhodes, oh, yeah. Hammond, Oregon. We're just like, oh my God. Had to play a three hour set or like three, three hour sets. And it was the weirdest gig because um, this particular college in Texas, mm has some kind of ski package that they give away. Hmm. So like they get free access to all these bars. Right. And uh, the bar was just packed with like Texans that didn't really like want to hear our <laughs> like lefty political protest <laughs> funk that we did at the time, you know. But regardless, we played uh, we played three sets there. I guess this is the last place that uh, Old Dirty Bastard played. I think he OD'd there or something oh, wow. like that. Oh, yeah, legendary. You, you might want to Google that because I don't know if that's true at all. But the <laughs> we'll drunk person it. told me that and <laughs> I believe everything that it. I hear. So we play this gig and then we're like, well, we got to sleep somewhere. Josh has a brother in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, which is I think like a two hour drive. Okay. But it's a free place to stay. Yeah. And uh, Steve, our drummer, was smart enough. He got a hotel there. And I hate Steve for this. Because what happens next is we're driving and there's like another storm that's happening. And we're driving real slow to uh, Josh's brother's place. And we get to this tunnel, which is like seven minutes from Josh's brother's house. Mm -hmm. We're almost there. Yeah. But there's a truck that overturned in the Ooh. tunnel. In the tunnel? In the tunnel. Yeah. And 
you can't you can't go through a tunnel. <laughs> you can't get mini, you can't get mini kids to come move <laughs> the truck. No, no, they do. No, trees fine. <laughs> Tree, yeah. San Diego trees. Are San fine. Diego trees are fine. <laughs> Colorado trucks, not so much. Oh, so we just got there, and it was just like very surreal moment. You know what I mean? I've been up for twenty four hours at this point. <laughs> You're a vampire. And, uh, that yeah, thing. I'm on some Van Helsing shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, what what do we do? But you, there's there's no answer to that. Well, you yeah. just sit in the car, <laughs> you know, and just wait for hours and hours and hours oh, until... I mean, did did the police arrive or were you just yeah, sitting they had there looking to, at... I mean, there was... I, I don't even know. I think I fell asleep at some point. And it was like, you can't leave the car running because we didn't yeah. have like a ton of gas. So we're freezing cold man snowing we're like outside the tunnel you know and we just had to wait until they could tow this truck out of the tunnel yeah. like and it's not like somebody can call it in from the road or right. anything you know yeah sometime the next day you Jeez. know and then uh i slept for a really really long time how did you sleep in that <laughs> yeah i don't know how i slept in the truck like not well you know yeah so this is like this is literally the first day of the tour, you know? Everything went else went like a little bit smoother, but it, and the way it ended was pretty shitty too. We played a gig with uh, um, Digital Underground, okay. which would have been amazing when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> and the Humpty Dance was a ubiquitous radio hit. Would have been amazing. But like approaching my 30s or whatever, like, I don't know, not... Yeah. not quite the luster yeah, you know i know the feeling yeah. yeah so something their keyboard was damaged and um they asked if they could use a, our keyboard if they could rent it for like 50 bucks right and josh was like yes i want 50 bucks you know <laughs> after he showed up from his nice warm hotel room. <laughs> i want sure yeah so um so <laughs> they rent our keyboard we play the show it's like totally fine or whatever and uh we're like kind of in this ghetto neighborhood of Denver mm. where there's no laws. So <laughs> just it is Thunderdome. Yeah. So the band the band doesn't have to stop at 1.30 or anything like that. They literally Ooh. can play as wow. okay. late as they want to, you know? Wow. And last since, call is just not a thing. No, there is no lot. If there's money to be made on <laughs> and booze to be drank. Yeah, ridiculously drunken people. <laughs> you know? So we're just like watching this set and uh they didn't finish till 3 a.m. Now, this is our last show of tour. We're driving home from the show because, like, at this point, we all right. are going to die <laughs> if we don't get to our beds, like, quickly, you know? So um, <laughs> 3 a.m. comes, they finish the song, and they hadn't used the keyboard yet. So we're just, <laughs> we're just there waiting to get the keyboard. And then at the end of the last song, he goes... On the keys, and then that was it. Dick. And I was just like, so wait, you you had already played, and then they played, so you couldn't leave until you got the keyboard back, or yeah, okay. So we just like sat around waiting, and we're just getting angry that the keys weren't being used at all, you know. And then just that last little like. Hey, good night, Denver. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even play it. He just pushed the pre-recorded like little setting on the, on the thing. I was like, and now I hate digital underground. <laughs> Add them to my ledger. 
of uh, oh. my hate ledger of hatred. <laughs> you guys couldn't cut that one for one night. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, Everyone starts just... booing if they didn't play that one part. <laughs> Go back to wherever. <laughs> Thank you, what the hell happened? Da, 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 da. <laughs> some angry drunk from the bar. Oh, oh, man. Was there at least some wow. good in the middle of that tour? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. We good. we played. Well, a, that that keeps us in business. Then <laughs> we played a gig in Carbondale, where we were literally paid in peanuts, <laughs> literal peanuts, no salt. <laughs> um the worst part josh's brother was at that gig and it was one of those gigs too where like we were, were there was no one there except for josh's brother right so we we're like we don't really have to do this you know we're not gonna get paid like i could use the rest but right. josh's brother was like super enthusiastic okay. about it so he was like requesting songs <laughs> and shit and like at the end he requested this one because that was this is like I'm going to just say this was like a dumb band that I was in. Okay. I love all those guys and they're right. all great musicians. It's <laughs> dumb because of me. I was uh, I was a young person trying to uh, perpetuate the rap rock movement right. at some point in my life. And um, I was the rapper and uh, it was a live band. And we had like really long songs with no chord. Like we had... <laughs> We had a nine-minute song called Omar Shagbark Rocking the TT Train to Nowhere. That's that's nice. That says everything you need to know about that band, right? <laughs> and uh, he requested that. And I was like, really, dude? We have to play like our nine-minute epic fucking song for you? Be that guy. For you? I mean, I love you, <laughs> For Jeff, peanuts. But yeah. And then at the end, but I'll tell you right now, at the end of the night, like, I took home a lot of peanuts because I was just <laughs> upset. And I was oh, like, yeah. let me just fill my these. pockets and, you know, go get my fucking book bag and fill that up. Uh, Maybe I get paid, but at least yeah. I'll eat. But yeah, so after that, after that Humpty dance gig, he did play the Humpty Hump, which was good. Um, we drove straight from Denver to San Diego. Straight Man. shot. Left at 3 a.m. Got home. How many hours is that? I think it took us 16 hours. Changing drivers or... Like some poor soul at the wheel the entire time. Well, you got to keep in mind, we had three different vehicles. So there was only so much swapping. Like I actually learned how to drive shift or stick shift on the way home. Because it was like that kind of exhaustion. I've got time to practice. Yeah. You could have watched Van Helsing like 20 times in that. I know. And I would have rather watched Van Helsing. Yeah. My math is probably wrong in that, but you know. It is, but it doesn't matter. When you watch Van Helsing once, it feels like you've watched it 20 times. You only need to be able to count to four. It's yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> that was so, a rock and roll joke. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. These are good. I like these. These are oh, good. Man. Yeah. That's wild. Have <laughs> you got any more? How are you I doing? Think, you need water or anything? I think I got, I got one more you pretty one shitty more? one. All right. Yeah. Okay. That I could I could lay right. on you. That's a um, good. It's a good. It's a good way to cap it off. <laughs> Once again with the K twenty three orchestra. <laughs> Man, this band had a good run. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny where I think about this. So I was actually I was writing a, I was writing some stuff today, and I was like, well, let me like list some of these gigs out, you yeah. know. And um, I seriously got like I had to stop writing because I got <laughs> carpal tunnel syndrome, you know. And I was like, why do I still do this? <laughs> you know, like. If if this is how it started and it was like this way for such a long time, like why am I here? 
You know what you we know? could do? We could have you back and do an episode per band. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that, if you have enough. if you have enough stories per band, we could be like, what? We got Al Part Four coming in next band down the line. I could be like Alec Baldwin on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, there you, you know, go. You just, just you I just, just regular. <laughs> guess, down. You know? If it, if it starts to get some traction, I'll just start booking like yeah horrible shows to keep the keep the. Engine fueled. Yeah, hi. Is this pay to play? Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, we played this one gig with that band. It was real funny because uh, at the time, five of the six members were vegetarians. Okay. Um, I've recovered which, since then, which makes traveling fun. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> dude. It was. Well, it was funny because um, I I decided like I had this rule where. I used to have rules, and now that I'm old and I, I realize rules are stupid, <laughs> you know, and if I want to eat anything, I'll, I'll just eat it, you know? Yeah. You want bacon. Yeah. Word to your mother. But um, <laughs> I had this rule that if we were playing with a African-American keyboardist, I could eat fried chicken. There you go. That was my rule for a minute. Because we played with, uh, there's this guy named Melvin Seals. He, he was uh, Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead, his, his mm -hmm. solo band's uh, okay. organ player. Right. He looks like Biggie Smalls' uh, grandfather. He's right. heavy set, navy black dude, you know? Yeah. And I guess on his rider, like no matter what, he's got to get yeah, like two buckets of fried chicken, <laughs> you know? Or else he, he doesn't play the gig. That's yeah. like the deal. That's okay. what I've heard. And uh, my my vegan friends got married <laughs> oh. and he played their wedding. And <laughs> oh, it was no. like the same thing. Like if he didn't get the fried chicken, like the shit wasn't going to happen, Yeah, you know? <laughs> I do not take the stage until the colonel is in my dressing room. Yeah, exactly. And one one time, I like wandered to the wrong backstage room. We were playing a gig at uh, damn uh, the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco, okay. and I wandered into his dressing room, and like it was as if like there was some primal like sense of smell that like a, a, <laughs> appealed to my blackness and just like pulled me into this room. You hovered. And the funny thing, I got there and our drummer was already there. And there was like no one else and just these two glorious buckets of fried chicken. <laughs> they, were glowing, they were glowing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that holy, it was like holy the, beam of light. Like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction <laughs> opens up. And me and the drummer, we were just, we were both vegetarians at the time. And I was like, yo. Not anymore. <laughs> let's fucking get after this chicken, you know? And we ran a train on Melvin's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking went back to our uh, dressing room that had like yes. celery and hummus, and we're like, <laughs> and just pretended. Fuck y'all, you know. <laughs> and then the same thing happened again. We played with uh, Ivan Neville out in uh, Yosemite, or no, in Yellowstone, outside of Yellowstone, and he had a bunch of fried chicken, and he's, <clears throat> and we ate it. <laughs> and, End of story. And that's the story of Jesus. No, but uh, <laughs> but man, if you're not watching it, what do you think is gonna happen? Yeah. So and then all of a sudden, I was like, well, you know what? Fuck this, dude. I don't have to be a vegetarian. I can just eat chicken all the time. Um, but while we were all vegetarians, we wound up playing this weird gig in Ojai at this uh, at this like steakhouse place, you know. Perfect. And um, yeah, it's a perfect place for our lefty social political protest <laughs> funk music, right? So um, I pulled in, and you know, once again, I'm I'm a black male in America, and uh, there was this like motorcycle gang or club, motorcycle club. <laughs> there were like all these motorcycle dudes in like their leather clad outfits right. standing around a severed pig's head 
on a stake. Wow. And I'm serious. That's, there's no hyperbole to that. You know, it was very like Lord of the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> they weren't you know? even on stage or anything. It was just no, no. This is we're just like loading in. All right, y'all. Know? We're meeting at the pig head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently, like I come to find out, that's like their annual pig roast. And I got there late, wow. so there was no pig left. Just the <laughs> pig head. They were just admiring their fucking work. apples wow. in the eye sockets and stuff. <laughs> you know, and it was like. Deeply disturbing. It, it kept me a vegetarian for another like year or two, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, of all the things, like as, as a black male, when I see some shit like that, I'm like, <laughs> fuck dude, like tonight's the night I die. <laughs> you know, like this is, this is the <laughs> one, you know, like there's, there's, I'm not getting away from this, you know? Um, so I just remember having that like pre-anxiety about yeah. the gig, you know? Right. And then we walk in and it's this weird room where like, it's got a lot of like dead animals on the walls, but like weird, like grafted dead animals. So there's like right. a, like a rabbit with like fucking caribou <laughs> antlers and oh, shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, jackalope, yeah, yeah. right? But then a bunch of other strange amalgamations and then like endangered species and shit like that, like on the wall, you know, you're like- The last dodo. No, isn't that thing extinct? Like, <laughs> what yeah, fuck, what do you think of this one? It's <laughs> half penguin and half my sister, yeah. Kate. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man, what the fuck, dude? So Start we're, hearing banjos. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. So then I remember trying to get some food because we had, like, free meals, and I was like, I think that even the salad was, like, some kind of meat salad, you know? And I was just like, um, can I get the steak salad with no steak? And they looked at me like I had, like, eight penises for a face. Now, all no. right, hit me. First yeah. off. Yeah. They looked at you like you just said, large Marge sent me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, so it was already just kind of like a weird vibe. And then like someone, you know, one of the audience members was like talking shit before we could even sound check. Mm. It's just like, oh, great, this gig, you know? So we were, you know, there weren't a lot of people there and we were like, and this is a common theme for my music career. Mm. But um, we were like, well, let's play some of these new songs we've been working on. So we had been trying some new stuff out and we had this certain like new song that was like kind of little prog rock, kind of King Crimson in inspired, right. you know, it was really complicated mm -hmm. and uh, we had yet to perfect it, you know, but fuck these people. That was the night. You know, that was the night to like test that shit out on stage. <laughs> oh, it's happening. And, uh, oh, this actually is going to segue into another shitty gig. <laughs> All right. But um, I'll keep it, I'll keep it succinct. Oh, good. Um, so... We're playing that song and we're getting through it. And it's like, I'm pretty, pretty proud. We had a guitar player at that time who has like more so social anxiety than like your average Woody Allen film. Right. And um, he wouldn't let people sit in with us. We used to like want to have guests and stuff like that, you know, but um, he, he was very against it. It would like drive him crazy. So uh, at some point during the song, like I kind of close my eyes and I'm just sort of feeling the music, if mm. you will. Mm. And I hear this fucking like, banshee wail out of the blue that i'm not used to happening in this song and i thought our keyboardist was like trying out a new pedal or something something new yeah. was happening on stage something that hadn't been yeah. tried yet and apparently um the woman who booked us had gotten drunk enough to decide to join our band oh, for this song oh, in particular yeah. and uh just start Freestyle singing. Um, freestyle shrieking. During this like super complicated unison riff thing that we're all doing. And uh, some, some like well thought out, cared about piece of music. Yeah. Yep. She had some sort of, it was, it was like a very orgasmic 
like an exaggerated porn orgasm. She was feeling it, perhaps. (laughs) And um, that was bad. And we wound up calling that song. And the funny, the ironic thing is the song was about uh, George W. Bush and uh, the unjust Iraq war. And we wound up calling the song Crazy Bitch, Get Off the Stage, (laughs) which had a nice like double entendre to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So uh, maybe about a year later, we're playing another shitty gig in uh, Utah. So we we wound up at, by this point the band the band was touring a lot, and um, there was this weird little spot like between California and Colorado, where um, this guy like runs this hot springs mm. called Mystic Hot Springs, mm. and it was actually like real cool. It's beautiful. It's in the middle of nowhere. They have these old natural hot springs, and you could just go like take a soak, which you need. <clears throat> on the oh, way yeah. home from a tour. And it was yeah. like that between location. He had bought these old cameras from the prices right set from like the like early eighties. Nice. And he would like film bands and he'd hire like, you know, big bands and yeah. stuff like that to just like play there. He'd film it, give you a DVD, give you a couple hundred bucks, feed you, like take care of, you, you know, place to rest on the way home. Yeah. So we, uh, this is, these are in the days of MySpace. Mm. So we had purchased this like weird, like MySpace, uh, I don't even know app. I don't think it, it was called an app yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know what it was called, you know, but um, it would like target, you know, a whole bunch of invites to people in this small town in Utah and like you could propagate some kind of message. So I was like, yeah, we're trying to uh, film a DVD for release. So we want you to come out and be uh, extras in the DVD. We lied to them basically, <laughs> you know? So we try to get all these like Utahans, like what the fuck do they have to do? You know, <laughs> come out to our show at least be in the audience, maybe yeah. make some extra merch money and right. continue to make shitty music yeah. for <laughs> shitty people in <laughs> shitty venues for the rest of my life, you know? So, um, <laughs> this is a fantastic story. So, uh, I'm just trying to remember every detail mm. of it. Our keyboardist wife had baked pot brownies for everyone. Mm. Excellent. And the whole band, except for me, ate them and got severe severely stoned like you know how i i mean i don't know if you guys smoke weird or whatever if this uh, kosher i'm assuming we're in california so we i'm assuming it is yeah, it's I 2016 got my, it i got is. my yep. papers yep. <laughs> both of them so i mean like you know how like you can eat pot food and sometimes you can have a, a good joyous experience right or you can have an existential crisis <laughs> yeah. and like, you know, you can see through time and <laughs> become a comatose human. Yeah, the, the floor is usually safe in those situations. Yeah. <laughs> so this was the latter. So like all the musicians in the band were like incapacitated. Right. And, um, <laughs> and I'm there trying to do the thing. Like I'm talking like, uh, our, our bass player, like our drummer would count us in. Our bass player would just start with the wrong song. <laughs> All the songs we played at like half speed, you know, it sounded like you were playing like a 45, a 33, right. pretty much. You know? <laughs> You're like, something's not right. But like what I used to do in that band, like I, I used to rap like really, really fast. And it would be like, I'm elated, fascinated at the world's animated by the mind, which has, you know, just yeah, shit like that. Right. right? So like. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm elated, fascinated. <laughs> and I'm like, this is hard to do. You know what I mean? This song's going to be like 37 yeah. minutes long, <clears throat> and it's going to fucking kill me, you know? <laughs> so everyone in the band's like super fucked up. We actually convinced a couple people through the vehicle of MySpace to come down for our live film performance, right. you know? And uh, this woman comes up to me in the middle. She doesn't know me from Adam, you know, but she's like, hey, um... 
aren't you guys trying to film like a live thing? Like you guys look like no one's looking at anything, <laughs> you know, you got, she, she had reasonable concerns. You yeah. You guys know what you're doing, <laughs> you know, cause I read the invite and I was like, wow, it worked. <laughs> and you're it absolutely worked. right. You're like all these, all of us should be a little bit more engaging, but, yeah. uh, they're all incapacitated right now, you know? <laughs> so the guy who was running this thought that, um, and he's like an older, like hippie guy. Right. And he had just started dating this really young woman. Okay. I think he probably wanted to impress because, uh, you know. Like you do. <laughs> it probably wasn't going to last forever. You know, I don't know. So he is thinking that this woman is uh, harassing me during the song where she was actually <laughs> totally in the right. So he starts saying, hey, why don't you play that song, Crazy Bitch, Get Off the Stage? And he's like trying to tell her to... <laughs> but little does he know. Yeah. <laughs> then her like military boyfriend stands up and is like, hey, could you not call my wife, oh, you know, no. <laughs> my lady a crazy oh, bitch, no. you know? <clears throat> and this hippie, older hippie guy who's trying to impress his young lady friend is like, you want to go? Oh, and Christ. I was just like, oh my God. And then our bass player starts having a fucking marijuana meltdown. And he's like, <laughs> bad vibes. Can't, can't bad we vibes. all just get along? Can't, you know, he's <laughs> game over, man. <laughs> yeah. He, he literally just <laughs> melted into a puddle of humanity on stage, <laughs> pleading for them to not fight. Oh, and uh, I, I quit the band in my mind that night. <laughs> and then later, right there, with a conversation quit the band but that was the last that was the last oh, gig for man. me i was done after Jeez. that you know and uh i love all those guys to death you know man. we just we we were a band for seven years and they all the shows weren't bad we had some yeah. incredible moments yeah. you know but that one was the one where like after seven years i was like all right well i think uh the I think last I'm straw i'm gonna get a job and quit music forever <laughs> and i did but then not I, forever not forever yeah, yeah. man well, those are some great stories, Al, and I am actually looking forward to possibly having you on again to hear more. Oh, yeah. And in fact, uh, you have such amazing stories. You have a book, right? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I did do wanted to give your book a shout out at least. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, what is it called again? It's called The Autobiography of No One. <laughs> That's, I love that title, too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, available on the redwoodsmusic.com, which is a record label i co-own yeah, and wow. help to run and uh yeah you can you can purchase it there if you want to read Go more miserable stories about all the terrible experiences <laughs> yeah. of my life you get a whole book on them yeah absolutely <laughs> but uh thank you al for coming on if you'd like to check out any of the bands that he's in look up his label redwoods music and of course there will be a link to his book in the description below be sure to like and subscribe and to keep up on all of my hijinks just search for Creepseed. great stories Look forward to having you again. I'll try to go have some shitty shows between now and then. <laughs> well, have, some, have some good ones, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. <laughs> All right. All right, cheers. Thanks. cheers. Thanks, guys. You got it, man. Sweet. Awesome. 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 Aw